have a bit of Lipton and start again, eh? Welcome, guys. And uh, we're into uh, episode 18 of The Away End. Uh, as usual, we've got Jimbo down in London. Give us a shout, mate. Hello, hello. And uh, we got, uh, we got a... Should we make this a bit of an announcement? Well, yeah, I think we probably should, right? Make all banners and stuff, right? Yeah, but I'll so drop we... some, like, base, base cannons in there and shit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, edit some base cannons in. Just, Although we are oh. hyping him up a lot, and he is, he's, he's been on a few times, so you probably heard his voice. AB is going to be hosting with us now from going forward, so um, welcome on board, mate. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you very much. Absolute thrilling intro to your to your time on the, on the away end, right? How's it feel to be here, man? Oh, it's good. It feels good. I mean, wait till you get to Newcastle's results recently. If you want real ride, oh my, <laughs> oh my. This is this is the exact reason why we want you on because of this kind of shit. Right, so let's crack on. So we had obviously midweek games and we yeah, had man. the they were not gonna go too much in depth. Wolves versus Chelsea, 2-1 to Wolves. I've got it the wrong way around on the running order, but it was 2-1 to Wolves. Neto scored in the fifth minute of added time and absolute heartbreak. Giroud, another goal. And I've just put in the notes, surely they can't sell him in January. Like he's he's been so integral to this run at the moment. There's no chances. So, but I don't think we need to go into much detail. It was a bit of a shocker, but... Again, I've seen some stat. Jim sent it to me. How Chelsea have basically only they've lost to or what was it like the top six or the top seven teams? Like, and they really they're only battering teams who are shit basically. Yeah, I mean they did they won four 0 away in Seville, didn't they? And that's, yeah, I suppose. And that's, that's that's pretty hard to do. I think um, it's just a bit of a weird game, though, isn't it? I think both what both teams have been recently quite inconsistent. But I thought I thought Chelsea had it sorted out to be honest. So this kind of sets them back a bit. You would have thought so, wouldn't you? But I think it's so up and down this season. We've said it so many times on here, haven't we? And all the pundits and everyone else has said it. Like it's a it's a crazy, crazy season this season. It's kind of yeah, I'm hoping it's gonna be more more thrills, mate. More thrills. Anyway. Just because you said like can't sell Giroud, like you definitely like you can't. You can't sell it. He's too good to sell at the moment. Like, and the, the amount of, the amount of money you'd get for him for the amount of goals you're getting for him just isn't worth it at the moment. Particularly nah. as like I don't think Werner's settled yet. Um, we'll see. Havertz doesn't Tam- like he's settled that that well yet. Yeah, and Tammy Abraham doesn't quite look as good as he was last season. I must admit, he's a little bit. So I think yeah, they, they can't. It's impossible, isn't it? Really. I think Giroud's one of them as well that you don't, when you mention him, you don't immediately think about goals. You think about everything else he brings. You know what I mean? So that, that France World Cup winning team, I remember everyone sort of jibbing on him because he didn't, he didn't, I think they don't get a shot on target. And yet he played up front for the winning team. So he must be doing something right, you know? Yeah. True, I think man. about Parisian cafes, mate, and, and French sticks and things like that when I think about him. <laughs> Berets and the Finely rolled cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> Right, on to the next one. City versus West Brom, 1-1, which I think was a bit of a drab affair from what I saw the highlights. More interesting was what actually happened after the game, which I thought was a bit of a weird timing. They got rid of Billick, which we got to hold our hands up, boys. Maybe not AB, but me and James do. We had we had Arteta or Chris Wilder as going first, so we got to hold our hands up. We didn't see Slav and Billick going. And to bring in Big Sam, I mean, I know Baker's got some opinions on Big Sam after his time with uh, with Newcastle, 
Yeah. And I think, uh, yeah, hey. a crazy one, right? Big Sam's bat, mate. The Lord, the Lord taketh and the Lord giveth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Let's sure see. what they, what did West Brom expect from Village? Like, what did they expect from that squad? I heard what? that he'd like fallen out with them and stuff, and that like he, they weren't really backing him. Because I'd heard that they made the decision before the City game. He already knew he was getting sacked. Yeah. No, really? I don't I mean, think there's no reflection on the City game at all, I think. Like, you know. But it's, it's, it's mad that, because I think even if the players backed him all the way, the results wouldn't be massively different, would they? No. Like, even if they were giving him, even if they absolutely loved him, mm. it's about part. I don't think they've done, I don't actually think they've done that badly. Mm. Especially with the players that like we like we said, like a couple of weeks ago, like I couldn't really even name that. I couldn't think I could name five players in the West Brom starting eleven or the squad. Like it's crazy what they're expecting of him. I don't know, but oh, you wait, you wait till January when he signs Peter Crouch. <laughs> <laughs> I'll retire, mate. Oh, mate uh, if, any, if anyone's hoovering up old, worn out Spurs ex Spurs players, it's us, mate. <laughs> don't, don't worry about that. Mate, Defoe's still playing well. You could probably get him for cheap. Oh, mate, the way we're going, we probably need him. <laughs> well, you're being all dour, James, but, I mean, the next one up was was Leeds versus Newcastle. 5-2 to, to Leeds, mate. And I'd, I'd seen, the, I'd seen the, uh, the highlights, and one thing that really struck me was Leeds had 25 shots in this, great, in this game. It's, uh, it's Bielsa, mate, isn't it? Bielsa ball. Yeah. He's just mental, like... I know we're probably going to talk a little bit about him in the United game and in the week, but mate, he, um, I might. I, I'm sorry, just to interject quickly before you start, AP. I might just go do the washing up or something for ten minutes while you talk about <laughs> this. Is that, is that is that cool? I'll just mute myself and come back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, this result was in the post. I think if you know what I mean, because. We have been over overachieving and outperforming every single stat that you can think of in terms of shots, in terms of XG, in terms of everything. This was coming. And I'm pretty, if anything, I love the way Leeds play. I think it's absolutely batshit. And obviously, we'll get on to what they did next, which is equally as batshit. But, I mean, what can you even say? This, this is going to catch up to us. And we can't, we can't keep relying on people to bail us out. We can't keep relying on Wilson to do something to bail us out. And I mean, it just it just makes me so sad. You see, Leeds have got fucking one of the most influential coaches of all time. We've got Steve fucking Bruce. <sighs> anyway, I said I, said, I, I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about Wilson leading the team more than than Bruce does, really. Which is I mean, weird because he's such a fresh face, isn't he? You only bought him in the summer, like. He, he yeah, I think. I think weirdly, I think we're more suited to Wilson than Bournemouth were. Yeah, because I think he, he does. He, he thrives on <laughs> shit football, to call it that. He thrives on like basically people punting it up to him, and he's really good at it. But the and one thing I've noticed as well that Bruce keeps on doing, and I don't doubt that this is true, but it's happened to everyone, is that he's talk. He talks about coronavirus more than every other manager combined, and I think every every team's been hit by it. And yeah, every single time he has an interview recently, he's like, oh, it's really hurt our squad. It's like he's getting the excuses in really, really early. And so when we go down, we go, oh, all our players are diseased. <laughs> like, hey, be the no deal Brexit next, mate. Yeah, yeah, that'll definitely be coming up that well. He couldn't get his coffee pods imported, that's why. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
One thing which I did have to just put on though was fucking hell. You see that strike by Jack Harrison for the fifth for Leeds. That literally from this from the center half from the center circle basically all the way. And what a finish that was! Right, that was just icing on the cake. I mean, I don't, I don't just, I, I do quite like Leeds. I mean, I, I love the way they play, so I can't, I can't be too angry. Yeah. Mate. And it's not, and it's not as if it's not as if they shit asked us, is it? We got absolutely fucking thrashed. Yeah, I've I've got very little for this for Arsenal games in general. Arsenal versus Southampton, one one. I just, I think I put in the notes further down. I just, I can't, I can't understand where they're going wrong. They still just, they just look so disjointed. The team just doesn't look like a team it just mate looked... if we talk about Arsenal any more than we have done the last few weeks we're going to have AFTV on the line mate trying to sue oh, us mate. or something mate honestly yeah I was about to say that you know you know it's a sign that it's getting really bad is when AFTV isn't isn't fun anymore it's just kind of sad oh yeah. mate did you see DT's meltdown yeah no Oh, it was. It nah, was, I've not seen that. Oh, mate, he literally like it's after the game and like Robbie's doing like questions from Twitter or whatever. He's like, oh, DT, someone said that you compared to like Arteta to Unai Emery, I think. And DT's like, no, I fucking didn't. No, I fucking didn't. I never fucking done that. Never fucking done that. And he like chucks his fucking phone at the floor and breaks it and storms out. <laughs> it's so good, mate. Injects it into oh, my man, veins. Oh, I need to watch that. <laughs> He says, he says in his um, he says in his he says in his like interview as well that his screen protector was really good and didn't break his phone. So I saw people tweeting and be like, "Try and ring you, mate. Can't get through to you. What's happened?" <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, mate! I didn't, um, even, I didn't even lose like this this game against Southampton. But they got Chelsea next, so be interesting. Well. That was that was my that was what I was going to say next. Yeah, it's it's not looking good, is it? Let's be honest. But I don't think we need to dissect this situation nah. anymore. I think we've covered it quite well, to be honest. I think we have, mate. I think we I think we just need to refer back to AFTV at any point that <laughs> Arsenal are just doing horrendous. Let's just refer back to them, right? And oh, mate, I'm their number. If anything happens on AFTV, mate, you'll hear it here first. I'm the number yeah, one yeah. subscriber, mate. I think one 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 thing I just want to do on a flag quickly is. Um, is what Walcott scoring against him and celebrating was quite nice. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see the? Nice. Did you see the picture of um, Walcott celebrating with Arteta in the background, and then someone put it next to a picture of Walcott celebrating when he was at Arsenal with Arteta in the background when he was at Everton? Um, no, I didn't see that. Yeah, that sounds cool. Well, like superimposed it sort of. So it's no, like... no, no. It's just two very. It's two pictures, obviously, like whatever, ten years apart or whatever it is. But they're, they're, it's very similar because Arteta looks like you know dejected in both of them, and and obviously yeah, yeah. Walcott's going nuts. But it's. I just thought it was quite poetic. Uh-huh. Next up was Leicester Everton, which was a bit of a upturn for for Everton. I think this was like they beat they beaten Chelsea the week before, aren't they? Then they're beaten. Leicester in midweek, then they're beating Arsenal at the weekend. Like they're really, I've put in the notes. Uncle Carlo has got on, got on back on the train, aren't they? I mean, mate, we've been sleeping well, on, we've been sleeping on Everton, mate. We've not talked mate, about them at have, all, and they're in top four now. I was just going to say, I think uh, they, they were saying on match of the day about just defensive wise, like uh, it was something like, I can't, oh, I'm not even. Their defense is unbelievable. Let's just put it that way. Once they get up, you're not you're not scoring against them. Basically, they've they've they're solid. Go on, AB. I was just going to say like I think they sort they sort of dropped out from the conversation because they had a few sort of proper dross results. 
after the first seven games and everyone, and then all the Everton fans were saying, "Oh, this is real. We're going to do a Leicester." They lost. They lost a few, and then they kind of, but then they they kind of sort of slipped back in under everyone's radar again. Mm. It's been pretty. Yeah. It's been pretty. It's been pretty impressive, especially considering that the defense is the same players that have been like alternately complete dog shite, like Michael Keane and Yerry <laughs> Mina and that. Yeah. Like we stop calling him Uncle Carlo now. I think we need to call him Magic Uncle Carlo. Okay. Yeah. I'm fine. I'm fine with whatever we want to call him. To be honest, mate, he has done a he's done a brilliant job, hasn't he? Like, and I, I just want to shout Dominic Calvin Lewis. Like, I know I said it a couple of times before. I mean, you've but... said it wrong a couple of times as well. I think it's Dominic Calvin Lewin. Also, James, <laughs> want to just fuck off, mate? <laughs> Could do fact that, check, pal. mate. I got to fact check you all the time, man. DC Got to fact check me all the time. Sorry, pal. I'll stop going off on one. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. What are you gonna say, Baker? No, I was just saying. Just call him DCL, mate. It's easier. Yeah, DCL. That's better. Magic Uncle Carlo and DCL, mate. Setting Uncle the world Car- on fire. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad Uncle Carlo isn't gonna be a thing because that sounds a bit more like more of a sordid episode from your past, don't you? <laughs> what did Uncle Carlo used to do to you? <laughs> it was magic, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Daniel's getting it from all directions on this pod. <laughs> I, can, I can barely hear what you guys are actually saying, you know. You've turned your volume up then. I have. You <laughs> fool. Oh. Get, get some cans on, man. Yeah. I know. And some tinnies, mate. Go get some tinnies. I know, I need to. I, I ran out. I had to have gin and apple juice like a fucking play. Oh, mate, that's quite That's quite gangster, though. Here we go. Well, that's right. hard. Gin and juice. Uh, gin and juice, yeah. yeah. Nah, mate, it's all about the iced tea, pal. Anyway, right, fucking hell, why are we getting sidetracked, you dickhead? Pal? We're not advertising shit here. Right, crack on. Fulham, Fulham versus Brighton, nil-nil. Borefest, good result for Fulham, I guess. But who cares, really? Not me, and I'm sorry if anyone's listening who's a Fulham or a Brighton fan, but I, just, I don't give a fuck. Someone's put a, someone's put a penny in you today, Daniel. Let's go, next game. Um, Liverpool versus Spurs. 2-1 to Liverpool. The floor is yours, James. One thing I would say, even past the Spurs performance, was this was probably the game of the season so far, I think, in terms of like just watchability for a neutral. Like It was so good. The amount of chances both teams had, the, like, the defending. Fucking Liverpool is just a class above, aren't they? Like Considering the load, loads of injuries, the way they play football, wherever the ball lands, there's like two red shirts there ready to receive it. The way they move like off the ball is insane. I was talking to my pal about it and I was saying like, I felt like we'd been doing really good and building up a good run of results and defending really well and getting some good some good goals and things like that. And he compared it a bit to a bit to like when Homer Simpson becomes a boxer and he thinks he's doing really well and then he gets into the, to the world final or whatever it is and he goes up against, uh, what's his face? Dredrick Tatum. Dredrick Tatum, yeah, and he just gets absolutely battered. That's what I felt like this game was like. <laughs> but yeah, I, that could I think... could be reality check. Yeah, I, I I kind of agree with what Jose said about the 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 better team lost. It could have gone either way, man. You know, we we could have been three one up. They could have been four one up. Bergwijn hitting the post just before they scored the winner as well. Oh mate, yeah, and like I think actually Harry Kane's miss was probably worse than that because oh, yeah. he was a free header like like six yards out or whatever. Like it's not like him. I mean, he does do this thing where he buries it into the ground and it makes it very hard for the keeper to to get at it. But yeah. it's not like him at all. I do just want to temper it a little bit with you did have the 24% possession 
which what? is classic Mourinho, right? So Yeah, man. You're shrugging your shoulders, but this is what I was like in the first season under Mourinho at United. If you're winning, you're winning and it doesn't matter. But then when it starts all coming, caving in, that's when you're like, we've got 24% possession. We're not even winning now. So what's the fucking point? One quick thing uh, before we move on. Um, I just wanted to say uh, one of the effects of after the game was um, Steven Bergwijn actually had to turn off the comments on his um, social media because of the amount of sort of racist and, and, you know, just out of order behavior he was getting in his comments. I thought it was fucking disgusting, to be honest. If, if that's if that's because he's missed, it'll be from Spurs fans, I'm assuming, right? Exactly, like, yeah. so out of order, man. So toxic. And, like, everyone makes fucking mistakes at work. People don't get fucking dug out on social media because of it, so... Horrendous, anyway. man. Yep. Anyway, West Ham Palace. There was one good part. One, well, as far as I've seen, highlights-wise, Haller, what, what a goal that was. Fucking hell, bicycle kick. Kind of a disappointing result considering the the run that that Moisey and uh, West Ham have been on recently. But Baker, I mean, to be fair, Benteke's header was pretty good as well. And considering both of them have been struggling like really badly, and you've just reminded me now. God, I can't. Can you not wait for David Moyes versus Sam Allardyce? It's like two thousand. <laughs> Love it, mate. Two super super oh. heavyweights slogging oh. it out. It's retro. It's retro. <laughs> so good. Oh mate, that is that I've not even thought about that. You know that it's gonna be amazing. Oh god, I mean, throw in throw in Brucey, and you've got a proper you've got a proper like yeah mid two thousands feel. I need to call myself out as well and say that two weeks ago I said it'll be another four hundred and fifty days till Ben Teke scores again. So gonna eat my <laughs> words on that one, I think. <laughs> hey, we love we love a self drag on the away end, mate. We love a self drag. Yeah, we do. There was a guy, there's a geezer on um, the uh, the Guardians podcast who put money on Benteke to be the top scorer at the 2018 World Cup when he wasn't included in the squad. <laughs> How, what are we talking? Big money? Think, what like? like? I think he just put a fiver on it, but I think this is a man who's paid professionally to write about football. I know. What so, a that's, So... Jim, it's far from the worst thing that could have happened. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mate. I feel so much better yeah. now. Cheers. <laughs> Next one was Villa Burnley, which was a nil-nil. I just want to shout out if Joey, you are listening, mate. We'll we'll talk more Burnley when you're on, mate, in a couple of weeks' time in the new year. But um, I don't think we really need to talk much about that. I didn't even watch the highlights. Anyone have any comments? Uh, Villa are lucky, bad of a bit, but still fair play. Yeah. Yeah. Burnley, isn't it, mate? They just they live for that nil-nil. And I'm sorry, Joey. You, you can defend him then. Yeah? <laughs> Get me uh, in now. And you can reply later. Next game was United Sheffield. Uh, United Manchester United versus Sheffield United. Sorry. 3-2. I'll be honest, I didn't see um the first half, but from what I'd seen, it looked like United. I mean, Henderson's uh, pass was fucking an embarrassment for, for <laughs> conceding their goal. I don't know what the fuck he was doing with that. Um, but sort of a fair result. I don't know. I, I feel like um, the, the build-up for that third goal with Rashford was was pretty lovely. And it, it kind of made me think, if Man United can do that all the time, like why aren't they just you know, looking more consistently good. We'll go into my thoughts on their league position in a minute, but 
Um, it feels like a weird one to be talking about, really, because it wasn't. I didn't really watch enough of it. So, you guys have any opinions? No, mate, you're the in-house expert. <laughs> it seemed. It seemed like we played fine, and it seems like Man United do that quite a lot recently, and manage to scrape wins, and they're somehow third, five points behind Liverpool, and. That's, in... that's absolutely crazy that you're third. I cannot get my head around I it. I know, I know. I cannot understand it. I mean, not, not like, not, I don't even think it's just the crisis was so bad like two games ago. It's absolutely mental. Mate, Ollie was pretty much on his last legs when, when after that uh, RB Leipzig game, like they were saying, if he doesn't get something in the derby, it's over. Like he's he's gone. And now they're third going into Christmas. And it's like, how? What oh, he's, been, he's been fucking feeding Scott McTominay steroids, what it sounds like. <laughs> mate, well, 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 we'll come on to Scott McTominay in a minute, mate. I'll, uh, well, that's it. That's it for midweek games, isn't it? Double portions yeah. this week, mate. Double portions. Everyone's ready, mate. you got to be... Uh, Please, sir. Can I have some more? Time, isn't there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can I have some more? I mean... The next game, if, uh, was that the first game of the week, Crystal? Yeah, it was, yeah. Was, yeah. was it? I mean, this just, this proves what Jimbo's saying. They are on another level, aren't they now? They've just clicked into gear now, and it just feels like over this Christmas period and into January, if they put their foot on the accelerator, they, they could literally be like 12, 15 points ahead by the time Champions League starts back up in the end of January, February time, and like, They'll be out of sight, won't they? It really feels like. I mean, if if anyone hasn't seen it, seven nil to Liverpool, and it was emphatic, wasn't it? Really? I mean, the, the first half, the first twenty minutes, I saw they sort of didn't. Palace looked like they could get amongst them, and then they seem to just get goals out of nothing now, like literally out of nothing, and it's three nil before half time. I they're yeah, also see it. the goals are also good as well. Like I can't remember. A one-sided game that badly, where the goals were all just amazing. Like mm. all of them were great. It was insane. Absolutely yeah. insane. Yeah. I, I, what did you guys make of Mane getting taken off? Yeah, he fairly, fairly early on. Yeah. Yeah. I think Klopp like knows how to deal with the players now, though. I think he's been there long enough. They might be pissed when they're coming off the pitch. But he'll just put an arm around him and say, look, like we're looking forward to this game, this game, which you're going to play full 90 minutes. And like, we want you to be definitely... Sco- I mean, I know Marnie's probably thinking I wanted a hat-trick and that's fair enough, isn't it? But also he does need to manage players and he can't be shooting his mouth off, what, uh, less than a month ago saying how he's, you know, players are getting injured. And then if someone did get injured and they had the chance to put players on in a game which is 7-0, like... Mm. You get battered then by the media, wouldn't he? So you'd rather you'd rather players be annoyed coming off than happy, wouldn't you? Yeah, definitely, definitely, right. I just wanted to say as well, Firmino to to Robertson and then that ball back from Robertson. It's like that that goal was just like honestly, it's like the best one two I've ever seen. Like mate, literally got, even half got, the length of the field. They've got fucking magnetic boots, mate. Honestly, <laughs> it's and the finish from for from Firmino. Um, yeah, Firmino, like it was, it just, just. Also, it. like Henderson's goal as well was fucking so oh, good. It was scary, man. All of them, it's just, it's just scary. Mate, uh, we need, we need, sorry, gone. So, I think it's like, I don't even think Crystal Palace aren't a bad side. 
and they're usually incredibly solid. And they just all their players just look completely shell shocked. Like mm. they just they didn't know what, didn't know where to go. They weren't even. I don't even think they played like that badly. They were just blown away. It was just no one can live with them in that kind of mood. I don't think. Yeah. Hey, this is this is a this is at risk of becoming a circle jerk, boys. Fucking well, mate, this this is the problem, and I hate this. This is literally like my worst nightmare now that I'm having to. <laughs> We've started a podcast, and as a Man United fan, I have to week in, week out, just continuously praise Liverpool and their players and how good they are. But you know, that's a sign of a good podcasters, right? That we're that we're willing to be unbiased and say that the teams that we hate, we have to admit they're good. But right, you're lucky I never have to talk about Sunderland. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> yeah, we, I'm hoping we won't have to talk about them, mate. I'll try, try and find a Sunderland fan and get him on, and we can have a little bit of banter between you two, though, yeah? No, nah, you're all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, Palace have uh, Villa coming up on Boxing Day at 3pm, and Liverpool have West Brom on the 27th at 4.30. Oh, I mean, mate, that could be another one. Bloody hell. Mate. Big Sam, I would be shitting myself right now. Like you have, he got might to be, be on the hot scared. seat by the new year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh mate, it was. Oh, let's not. Let's stop talking about it. Right, <laughs> next game: Southampton versus City. Uh, one nil by City, and City now seven out of um, eight clean sheets. Like, is Pep like changing? how he plays or is this just like a weird like somehow he's managing to be less expansive and he's defending better or I saw they did miss quite a few chances from what I'd seen on match of the day and and the highlights packet which I'd seen so maybe they were just wasteful I don't know it seems like City still haven't clicked into gear like Liverpool have yet yeah, I feel like Southampton they looked like they could have definitely got an equaliser definitely towards the end they seem to be like lobbing balls in left and right, but I don't know if he's changed the system. I don't know enough about systems and and formations and stuff to comment on it really. But I mean, the clean sheets kind of talk for themselves, I guess. I think yeah. it's coincided. It's coincided with John Stones coming back into the side. Weirdly, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is very weird. It is very weird. Considering but, they just brought in what's his what was his, was his uh, Diaz. Uh, Diaz, yeah, yeah. and what was as well. Yeah, and then oh, oh, actually, we've got yeah, this old. John Stone's model. Let's roll him out again, you know. I mean, to be fair, can I just put a shout out to Southampton because they are, I think that they're, they're one of the better, one of the better run teams in the division. And the mm-hmm. fact that they have the progress they've made is pretty much telling about you could say they were unlucky, and like it's, that them being disappointed by losing to City shows how far they've come. I think they are. I I, I think Hasselhoff was a great manager. It's really it just annoys me. I'm really jealous. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think this was between me and you. I think maybe even you told me this that he used to call him the Alpine Klopp, right? Oh, yeah, that, was, that was his nickname. Yeah, I've, mate, I've used that analogy several times on this podcast. We have, I especially have a lot of love for, for Southampton. Definitely, they are um, they're unbelievable. And like you said, for for them for them to be disappointed to be losing this now is like what a mind shift change from what a season or season half ago when. Mm. You would be probably thinking they'd just be going there for a draw, especially yeah. at City. Like, definitely. They got, beat see... nine, they got beat nine nil two seasons ago, or one season ago. Yeah, I'd love to see Hassan. Well, not that I'd love it, but I think he will after Southampton go to a much bigger team. I think. So, not like, that Southampton aren't a big team, but you know, like you know, one of the big boys, the heavyweights. It's it's easy to forget as well now they're doing so well, but 
RB Leipzig weren't always with Nagelsmann. Hassan mm-hmm. Hoover got them to where they are, and Nagelsmann's just built on that. Yeah, definitely. So he's he's got a track yeah, record. True, so, actually. Yeah. So I'm circle jerking over someone new now. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a circle jerk if you're on your own, <laughs> yeah, mate. <but> at the <laughs> time... <laughs> it's just a jerk. No, yeah. but I, at the time, I remember me and you talking about him going from Leipzig and being like, "That's like a weird." Like it's quite a good signing for no offense to Southampton if Southampton fans are listening. Southampton at the time, you wouldn't have thought they'd have been able to attract that kind of manager. And when they did, I think me and you did speak about it and we were like, you know what? Like he might be quite good. He might actually take Southampton places. And it does look like they are, doesn't it? Now. But I mean, look at like Hassan Hootall, Pochettino, Van Dyke, Mane. Toby Alderweireld, all these ta- all these players have come through Southampton and managers have come through Southampton. It's testament to how well the clubs run. Like like Alex says, like yeah. it's huge, mate. Hundred percent, man. Right. Anyway, they, like we said, no more circle jerks. Uh, City versus uh, Newcastle on Boxing Day at eight pm. Oh, Maybe I'll let you have a little talk in a second. Fulham versus uh, Southampton three pm on Boxing Day. Ab, you um, you looking forward to that one, mate? Mate, my hangover is going to be too bad for that. <laughs> hey, you know, mate, they, have, they haven't clicked into gear yet. It might be the 7 0 against Newcastle on Boxing Day. You say, to, to be fair, we've, we've been like recently one of their bogey teams because they, especially in Newcastle, but away, we, have, we just get absolutely fucking thrashed every year. Bruce knows yeah. what he's going to play, mate. He's going to play 10 men behind the ball and hope that he can lump it up in it. He's going to fall, mate. Can't wait. Paul Dummett's Paul Dummett's back in the squad, everyone, by the way. Oh, Just... well, yeah, I was going to say, I did see that. First time in a year that he's made it back into the starting uh, starting 11, isn't it? Ah, oh, mate. And it's just, this year has been so bad. And just to have that good news at the end <laughs> makes it all better. Mate, now you're on every week. Can we have like a, can we have a Dummett update every week? That's, mate, Dumb you literally update. just took the words out of my mouth. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. We'll get we'll get a little we'll get a little jingle for it and everything like <laughs> dumber update. It'd be wicked, mate. That's what I was hoping for. Yeah, definitely. It'll be it'll be it'll be one of the uh, best defenders in the championship next year. We'll see. <laughs> oh right, who's Southampton got? Uh, Southampton have Fulham three pm Boxing Day. Nice. Uh, Everton versus Arsenal. As we said, two-one winners, Everton, and like we said, we've slept on them, and they've been they've been creeping up. But as we said, bleak, bleak times for Arsenal. I think mm-hmm. I saw a stat. I think it was they are now twentieth in uh, shooting no, goals uh, out from open play mm-hmm. out of all the teams. Like, Relegation form, mate, in terms of yeah, st- statistics. I mean, did you see the, the Alan Shearer quote? He said, they asked him, will they stay up? And he just laughed and said, hmm, not with, maybe not with these players. So oh, he, would, he would fucking know, just saying. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> mate. He's been around enough dross, hasn't he? <laughs> um, to be honest, I think the worst sign of it is that t- the teams aren't even needing to play that well to be him. No. They don't, they don't look like arresting it. Do you, do you guys think that Arteta is actually... Do you think he'll actually come good or is he just completely out of his league? He's out of his league. I think if he's going to come good, it would have been. It would have been. He's been in the job nearly a year, and they've got worse. If anything, he did win. He did win him a trophy, exactly. which is ridiculous. Now, that's the problem. I don't understand how we managed to win them two games against Chelsea and New- and, and uh, City, back to back games where 
yeah, okay, they didn't have possession, but they were doing well. They were defending well. They would they'd managed to hit people on the counter. It just does feel like as soon as Abamian got that money, like it's just dropped off the face of a of the cliff. Like it's just curse of the went, contract, mate. He went on a um, he went on a really w- weird rant today as well. Have you seen it about about percentages and statistics and stuff? I'll just see if I can dig Who's the quote out. Pammy Yang's not going to be banging on about statistics, is he? <laughs> yeah, well, no, that's not... what I mean. I was thinking he was trying to use wait, some statistics guy, to back his. Wait, the guy drives a fucking gold Lamborghini. He doesn't care about statistics. <laughs> he's saying, he's saying last weekend it was a sixty-seven percent chance of winning any Premier League game in history and a nine percent chance of losing, and you lose three percent against Burnley, and you lose seven percent against Spurs, and you lose. That reminds me of Rafa's like fact meltdown. Do you remember? Mate, like, I was literally just he, thinking that when you're saying that. Yeah, he, that, he's talking out of his ass, right? That makes literally no fucking no. sense. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I like I wouldn't put them against any team in the Premier League and say they were button on to win it, like pinned on to win it, like at all. I don't, there's no one <laughs> where you're like they're going to win. I mean, I'm not going to say the obvious thing, but you know, we're all thinking it. <laughs> yeah, that's, they'd smash the ass out of Newcastle, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Um, right, that's enough. That's enough Arsenal talk. As we said, Arsenal have Chelsea on Boxing Day Ooh. at five thirty. That could I've put in the notes here. That could be Arteta's last chance. I generally think if if they got spanked there four or five, can you imagine that? The pressure is so high on that. Everton have Sheffield United on Boxing Day at eight pm. I mean, can we see anything else but an Everton win there? Nah, no. I feel bad. I really want to. I really want to back Chris Wilder, but. I can't see him winning that. I really can't see him no. getting anything. Don't get one uh, right. games anyway, Next. Don't Sorry, say that again, AB. So you don't get one point from 11 games. Get out of it. You know, it's too late now, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It, uh, I, hate, I hate to admit it, but I think you're right. Yeah. Um, right, here we go, AB. This is, uh, <laughs> this is, this is your time to shine, baby. Uh, Newcastle versus Fulham, 1-1. Can I just get in here? You can talk however much you want about the other things. I would just want to say the refereeing decision for that penalty was just Awful. pure and utter madness. Awful. If you want to explain the situation, mate, you you take lead on this, pal. You see, for like for most of the running order, I've made like little bits of little notes here and there, not much, but for this game, I just wrote shite because, <laughs> like, I mean, to be fair, first of first of all, can I just bring attention to that Richie's own goal was classic mate Absolutely. I was gonna say that and like you know back in the day when you used to get them like football blooper like VHSs do you remember that would be like number one it's fucking classic but mate it was so the, comical the um the decision as you say was just was awful it was outside the box to start with it wasn't much of a foul and then Wilson just like walks like two, three paces further and then falls over. I thought, and, and Fulham, st- I think it's Fulham were dominating us after that as well. Yeah, I don't, I don't. But also, also, also to make, to just, the decision was, wasn't made. It was, it was left, it, it went to VAR. Then the referee went to the monitor. Then he checked. Then he walked away, started to get his card out. Then he went back to the monitor, checked again for probably five, ten seconds, then walked to the player, then sent him off. But then when you look back at the replay, it was a dive all along. Will it it wasn't 
will like you said wilson got touched outside the box then took about two or three steps then fell into the box like it's the exact reason why var came in mm. to to stop this kind of stuff and they're still getting it wrong and we've had and um, we've had some of the jammiest decisions this year as well it's like against spurs it was a, it was a while ago but do you remember that handball we got in mm. the 90th minute yeah we've, i remember it well we, yeah, we've been on that we've been on we've benefited more than other teams from the, this complete shite. And sooner or later, it's going to end. Like You can't be lucky a whole year. I do have to say, mate, that Newcastle game against us was the most angry I've ever been at a football match. Yeah. yeah. Mate, he came on that week so, so hot. Like, he came on and he was just <laughs> ready to rip someone's head off, man. He was like... No, but those yeah, things, they, those, over, those, those, as as both of you will know from both of your teams, well, maybe not you, Daniel, because United, everything goes their way, rubber the green, innit? But, <laughs> like, you can deal with a defeat or you can deal with a bad performance, but when it's something like a technicality that's totally out of your hands like that, it's just so frustrating. As, as I say, we've got, we've got more of them than most other teams. And yeah. basically, cut and paste what I said about the result before and put it in here, because it's exactly the fucking same. We are... We're dog shit and we're heading down. Right. Wow. On that, <laughs> on that, on that, yeah. Positive note, mate. Uh, Brighton versus Sheffield United. On on the up and up, mate. They're on two points now, Sheffield United. Uh, although it was against Brighton. I mean, we've spoke about Brighton. We said they looked quite good. Yeah, Brighton a weird one. Like, I feel yeah. like on the surface of it, they're a good team and they play good football and they have good players. But it's just results not going their way, are they? I think they're, I think they're like... They're one of those teams that just look in desperate need of a decent striker because every time I see them, they play really well, but they just don't. Yeah. They just can't put teams away. Mm. Well, mate, that's where King Welbeck's coming in, isn't it? Yeah, obviously, obviously. King Welbeck, mate, two two like last minute goals in about the last four games in it or five games for him now, mate. And but then if you actually probably go back and look at his stats, he's probably had maybe four or five one on one chances and he's missed most of them. So. That's the reason why he got sold from United because he was one of the most inconsistent and injury-prone players. But anyway, less on Welbeck. But I've got to say, um, it's, good, it's a good point for Sheffield United, but that um, Lundstrom we got sent off, that was an horrible challenge there. Yeah. No, it was, wasn't it? I saw that in it. Mm, it's naughty, that. Is that. I mean, that's the kind of stuff you'd even need VAR to see. That's that's just genuine refereeing. It should just be calling that anyway, right? Mm. Any chance to bash on VAR. <laughs> Uh, so Sheffield United have Everton as we said at 8pm on Boxing Day coming up and Brighton have West Ham United on the 27th at 2.15 next up (laughs) was uh, was James's beloved Spurs against Leicester not a great result again man no not much not much to say from my side of things in terms of the game we just didn't really turn up it was just we didn't look like we clicked at all for 90 minutes there wasn't really any extended periods of any decent football from us I didn't think do you think it was a hangover from like like last last minute goal having to travel back from Liverpool on the Wednesday and then you're playing again in quite a high intensity game because let's be honest Leicester are going to hit you on the counter attack I know Mourinho's wanting to play on the counter but Leicester are the experts of it aren't they? so they hit you I mean, on the counter like I think Losing a game of football is always difficult for mentally, but like to lose to Liverpool and then lose the top position and and all these things, maybe yeah, a bit of a hangover. Maybe you're right, but it did feel like a bit like a Spurs performance from two years, like a year ago. 
mm. in that Aurea giving away a stupid penalty, midfield not really affecting the game. And the thing is, we all Spurs fans want to see this midfield of Lo Celso and Undumbele and Hoybier, like these three recent purchases that are all really good footballers individually. But there's been a couple of times we've played that midfield and it's just not worked. Mm. Mate, Suzuko, you need that hard man in that midfield still, mate. You still need that the you walking club. Mm. Say again. You say that, Dan, but he got absolutely got dominated there in like yeah. to the own to the own goal. Vardy he's given away about two feet to Vardy and Vardy still just dominates him. He didn't even try and jump for it. Do you see the, the look of the look of absolute disgust on Alderweireld's face when he looks at Sissoko afterwards? Yeah. Oh, that's quite funny. But I mean I was listening to this on the radio and before the game started, they literally they had a whole segment about Serge Aurier and they were saying how much he's improved, how he's playing really maturely now. Think, oh, mate. It's just it's bound to happen. Mate, Spurs, Spurs social media account put a picture on Instagram of, of Aurier and Led, Ledley King. being It was like talking business or something like that. Let's get down to it or something like that. And I was just like, fucking hell, that did not age well. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Leicester looked great. To be honest, they they fucking danced around us all across the pitch. Like, yeah, Mad- Madison, they deserved it. Fully deserved it. Just another VAR, another VAR shit, shit job. Madison's goal should. I mean, fuck it now. Come on, man. Mate, I put I put that on the Instagram. That was that was craziness. I I, I ain't saying nothing. Mate, <laughs> that was literally. It looked millimeters on on. On the on the photo on Instagram, so that's got to be like centimeters max, like twenty centimeters left. I mean, if that, if that, yeah. he tweeted about yeah, it, didn't he? Did you see that? Madison did, did it? Yeah. So James Madison tweeted after the game. Uh, yes, sir. A result that was fully deserved from the performance. Stars in their eyes emoji. VAR, get out of my life, man. Out here taking away festive goals because of my armpit hair was offside. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was. I mean, not yeah. It would have been even more of a disaster for Jimbo, but it. Yeah, it's getting it's getting crazy, isn't it? Now it really is. But yeah, I think in, I've seen in your notes you said like, does he need to steady the ship a little bit? I think he will. I'm not too concerned. A long old nah. season, mate, and no one's been that consistent. We're, nah, exactly, it may be just mate. a blip. I'm hoping it's just a blip. Mate, let's be honest. Liverpool about two months ago lost seven two to Villa. Yeah. So you, you know, it's a it's going to be a weird old season, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Spurs have Wolves on the twenty seventh at seven fifteen, and Manchester United versus Leicester at twelve thirty on Boxing Day. Two decent games, then. I know, yeah. man. I know. Yeah. Really, I'm looking forward to both of them. I said, uh, I said to AB before, like, I'm just going to be pissed up, eating loads of cheese, <laughs> just sitting there watching. <laughs> Ball. Just stinking, mate. I bet you'll, I bet uh, you'll stink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fucking crap. Yeah, gross. <laughs> uh, that leads us nicely on, though, doesn't it? To, uh, to, as we said, a crazy game in midweek for Leeds, winning 5-2. And then it was Manchester United Leeds and Manchester United won 6-2, which was... It just shows the absolute. I want to say the amazing mentality of Bielsa just to 
doesn't change, just wants you to play how he is asking you. And that is it. I'm not going to defend. I'm not going to sit back. Even if they were saying on the analysis afterwards, I think it's about, about the 80, 84th minute, something like that. They were still attacking. They were still bombing forward. Like they could have had two, definitely one. I remember Rodrigo uh, header, which he put wide or straight into the hands of uh, De Gea. It's just crazy. And I'm giving a lot of credence to Leeds, like United. Well, mate, let's definitely begin the Man United circle jerk then. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, I don't, I don't want to praise them because the past two or three weeks they've been very hit and miss. But this game, I think it suited United down to a down to a tee. Though it was the exact kind of um, they want to come on to United. They want to play. They want to, and as soon as United got the ball, they won it high up, especially in in when they won it in there and half. And Fernandez, uh, Dan James, which I didn't think I'd be saying that often this season, but he played really well. And Marshall and uh, Rashford were just tearing them apart in terms of. Mate, you've fucking forgotten Scott McTominay. No, no, mate. I was going for special, special, special mention in a minute, mate. Because oh, okay, okay, Scotty okay. McTominay, I've yeah. been, I've been on that Scotty McTominay hype for a while, mate. He is, <laughs> mate. He is fucking mid. He's mate. Who do I always say who I love from from Spurs? Eric Dyer, big fucking unit, just like <laughs> loves just smashing people. And what? Mate, what I'd fucking love him too if he scored goals like that. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking he hell. had a good chance in the Crystal yeah, Palace game. That's yeah, a brilliant yeah. free kick. But yeah. mate, what were, AB? What were me and you saying after that PSG game? Your, your one of your best things, or the things that you were enjoying most, was McTominay just smashing uh, Neymar. Like he's a throwback <laughs> in some respects. He still loves to just throw himself into challenges, and I got time for that. I mean, this this was like he was unleashed in this game, wasn't it? Like mm. the quickest, quickest. Wasn't that the quickest start of two goals by one player or something like that? Yeah, in the Premier League ever, and they were both fucking great goals as well. Like, but the um, finish was lovely, and then the composure for the second one. I must admit, fair play, fair play to him. I I didn't know he had that in his locker, but he does apparently. Did you guys <laughs> notice um, they, they that they played Henderson against Sheffield United, and then that they played Dan James against the team he's been heavily linked with? <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Yeah. Thought it was quite interesting. Mind games, mate. Mind games, mate. Mind games, yeah. The, the Dean Henderson one backfired pretty quickly. Big time. I'm just picking up what you were saying, Dan, but like, you got, you, I can't remember the last time a promoted side have come up that have been so fucking kamikaze constantly. And the last team I can remember were fucking, it was Ian Holloway's Blackpool, who couldn't defend mm. either, but they also shit going forward. So it's just fucking mad. Hey. Leads are like, hey, like we, leads are like we, a honey badger, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never know when they're down. They'll they? just take on animals much larger than them. They won't stop until they're dead. They just love it, mate. They yeah. just love it. They love the punishment. But hey, they're giving out the punishment as well in midweek. So his 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 methods are obviously working, in it. He's just no compromise. I'm not defending. Fuck you. I'm going forward, like you said, honey badger approach. Yeah. Mm. But this is it. This is it, right? So they Leeds are currently one point below Newcastle on the table. But which team would you rather watch every week? <laughs> it's true, man. It's true, isn't it? Like oh. we they... got game in hand. We got game in hand against City. So yeah, we're definitely not moving. <laughs> oh well, that's a definite win, then, isn't it? <laughs> 
Easy. Oh. Easy. Um, so, I'd forgotten about the Dross Carabao Cup. Apparently, that's oh. coming up on Wednesday. United Sweet to hear, man. We got Stoke and then on a Wednesday three days night. Later, they've got um, <laughs> we got Brentford. Oh, unlucky, Brentford. mate. And I'm unlucky. Brentford. And they're pre- and they're pretty tidy sides, so I think we're we're in for yeah, them there. They're really good. Yeah, man. mate. They love to play. They do. Brentford's new stadium looks pretty nice. And I remember going mm. to their old one for a few away games when I lived in um lived in London and it was like it was like a shed. It was absolutely hilarious. Their <laughs> old ground. Like you couldn't I even see it. You couldn't see it. It was like it was like a like a row of houses. You couldn't see the stadium in between. It was like nestled <laughs> away. <clears throat> and the away end didn't have any seats and if you jumped hard enough it started literally like shaking and bits of rubble were falling off the top of it it was so funny Jesus they're, oh, they're yeah. an example of another team that I know we were talking about earlier but like a team that um, like managed really well and, and run really yeah. well and they make good sign-ins and they sell good players and yeah they do, they they do that sorry go they, on they do that whole money ball thing don't they yeah it's all statistics led yeah they have a they have an actual rock star manager though, don't they? As well, Jurgen Klopp says he's a rock star manager, but he's they have an actual rock star manager. Yeah, they had a, a piece on him on Football Focus. I think it was like three, four, like four months ago, maybe. Uh, he had a he had a heart attack and a, or not a heart attack. It was partial stroke or something. Like lost all all feeling and it's like his legs and stuff. And I can't remember what the what's the manager called, baby. Thomas Frank. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, United, like I said, have Everton in the Carabao Cup and then Leicester in the Prem three days later and then Leeds have Burnley at midday on the 27th. Mate, that is, um, that is a clash of styles if you're the same one. Jesus. <laughs> that is actually, isn't it? Didn't even yeah. think about that. Yeah. Fucking hell. Sure, yeah, mate. That's, that might actually be quite an interesting game to watch to see how both, <laughs> how just fucking defensive Sean Dyche can actually be, right? I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if we dug a result out of that. To be honest, <laughs> it, it wouldn't, would it? Like a one niller, fucking eighty yeah. seventh minute with uh, what's his name? Chris Wood. Chris Wood. That's the one. Yeah. West Brom versus Villa. Uh, that that new manager bounce. It was three nil Villa. That new manager bounce really hasn't worked for Big Sam, has it? That's. Uh, yeah. I mean, to be fair, he's been in the job like all of like four days. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you get much bouncing being <laughs> No, you're right. <laughs> I mean... Did you see Billich's quote about him, which sort of resurfaced after we got fired? Hold on, we're going to dig it out. But it's, so, it's such a funny, it's such a stupid quote. Well, he's talking about how much he loves him because he's really fat. Oh, yeah, I did, I did hear about it. He said, Slam Billich on Big Sam. The players will respect him. He's a big man. He's Big Sam. You see him on the television. He fills the screen. You're looking for the ball with the sponsors' names behind. Where have they gone? You can't see them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like yeah, a, it's like a... just saying you're fat. You're really fat. <laughs> it's, like respect- a, it's like a child talking about someone, isn't it? Or like a kid's book, isn't it? This is Big yes, Sam. He is big. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, love it. I got a. Um... I got to point out another another VAR shit fest with Livermore was sent off rightly because that was a fucking horrendous challenge. Even though Daniel would probably do it as well because it was on Jack Grealish. But then <laughs> no comments, no comments. Courtney Hawes or Howes, however you say his name, did exactly the same thing. Like two, like ten minutes later, and didn't get sent off. It's there's no consistency, man. It drives you insane. I think that's all we want on VAR, though, isn't it? We just want consistency. VAR is a good thing. 
if it works, but and it's consistent, but it's not, like you say. But it needs to be clear and obvious. That was always the, the mantra which they would be using stuff like that. Like, is it clear and obvious? And stuff like the Madison thing, it's not clear and obvious. It's so, I don't know, like, I, yeah, let's not get down that rabbit hole anyway. <laughs> No, we'll never um, podcast for that, man. We could just stand there for Yeah, in it, man. In it. Uh, West Brom at Liverpool on the 27th and 4.30. So it doesn't get any easier for Big Sam, does it? And uh, Villa versus Palace on Boxing Day at 3 p.m. Uh, couple of quick ones. Burnley Wolves. I don't know what's going on with that currently. I'm That's not just look. finished. I'll tell oh. you. 2 1 Burnley. 2 1 Burnley. Well, yeah. why do I keep trying to predict games, right? Uh, and it's only as well because uh, Fabio Silva had an 89th minute penalty as well, so it could have been 2 0. Fucking hell, mate. Yeah. Mm. Sean Dyche knows what he's playing at. He yeah. does. He really does. And going on currently, I'm assuming, or in the next five minutes, is no, Chelsea. It's on now. Oh, is it on now? Yeah. Yes, of course. Chelsea versus West Ham. I've gone 3 2 on that to Chelsea. I could see it being a nice, nice sort of a hefty game. Currently 1-0 Chelsea. Currently. Yeah, you're on, mate. You're on. You're on. I'm on, mate. I'm on. <laughs> a few little bits, well, extra bits. I know AB's got something which he needs to put, which we're going to put on the Instagram in a bit, which is mental. But one thing which I saw, which was on, quote from, I think it was on Amazon Prime Video on the Instagram, is Robert Lewandowski's just a machine, isn't he? In mm-hmm. 2020... He's appeared 44 times and scored 47 goals. I don't even know what his assists are. He's probably got, what, like 20, 25, maybe even more assists in there as well in 2020. He's just... Yeah, he's an absolute beast, mate. It's like he was like bred in a lab. Yeah. Is uh, really? I, I've never actually like sat and watched him before, I don't think, until they smacked us about in the Champions League when it was like 7-1 or whatever it was. But having watched him in that game, like I was just like, fucking hell, this guy is like nuts. If you want, if you want to like throw back to him, a couple of years ago he scored uh, four goals in five minutes, I think, in one game. Yeah. When Pep was managing him, it's definitely worth a watch because it's absolutely insane. And the commentator is losing his tiny mind and can't keep up with it. But it's funny. We're just talking about Big Sam, and it's a bit funny, sort of sliding doors moment. Is I remember this from ages ago because he was due for a trial at Blackburn Rovers when Sam was the manager. But when that Icelandic volcano blew up. And he couldn't fly. He went to Dortmund instead. After that, can you imagine how yeah. different how different history would be, <laughs> mate? I remember. I remember us talking about that. It was absolutely stupid that yeah, he could have been at Blackburn Rovers, like on yeah, he'd have been on trial, wouldn't he? At Blackburn Rovers, which yeah, can you like, ma- oh, mate, like, mate, they'd like probably be in the prem now. They're probably banging goals now, mate. <laughs> right. I mean. Yeah, what, what can you say? He's an absolute machine. Um, there's also also from the German league. Just uh, what I want to point out, point out is um, Marcus Turam from Borussia Mönchengladbach. Uh, he's got a six-game ban because he fucking flobbed right in someone's face. Yeah, at the we, weekend, and like that's that's grim at the best of times. But doing it now, I mean, come on, dude. <laughs> it's so out of order. So out of order. So dick of the week is there. You go. Yeah, there we go. Oh, yeah, that's Big a new segment as well, yeah. isn't it? AB's <laughs> yeah, new that's segment. A new segment which we can have. Dick of the week, and he definitely won it for this week. Yeah. AB, do you want to do you want to shout on that uh, on that absolute filthy, filthy goal that 
which yeah, uh, oh, shit. yeah it's um it was Besiktas in the Turkish league and it's against the team that I'm not going to try and pronounce because I'll embarrass myself and it's Domogoy Vida their centre back and it's it's like a flying jumping flying back heel off a free kick and he's and he's a centre back as well and he's not a, remember him being absolute shite last time I saw Croatia play so fair play uh, well, from the, I definitely I'm gonna put that um, the link on our on our Instagram page because mate, that for when I saw it, I'll be honest, I didn't I didn't recognise who it was, and I thought bloody hell, that's a good finish, isn't it? And then when he said, oh yeah, it's a centre back, I looked who it was, I was like, that dude, like I remember him in the World Cup, like what? This is a bit this is a bit of a weird one, but because um, have you have you seen what he looks like, Domagoj Vida? This this probably isn't good for the podcast, but. I've only only like from like one or two pictures which I saw when I googled him before, yeah. So he looks a bit like a sort of poorly rendered three D model of a human more than a human. Like he looks very <laughs> very weird. And but back back when I was working in London at the at the Premier League, one of the guys I used to work with and his mate used to have a game where they try and get get they find the panini sticker for Domagoj Vida and like hide it in different parts of the office for each for someone to find. <laughs> And it's what, the, to like freak him out? Yeah, so like, so he, so you'd open your locker and there'd be like his face staring out at you, and he used to, <laughs> and they, would, they would like stick it in like when you go and get a sandwich out of the canteen, there'd be he'd be underneath the sandwiches, and there's just tons and tons of Domagoy Vida pictures everywhere. Well, we'll have to yeah. we'll have to stick a photo of him up as well, just so people can have a comparison, right? Just so they can be scared out of their minds. Um. Anyway, I think that pretty much brings us to an end. I want to just say thank you very much for listening. And uh, AB, we're going to have you on every week coming forward, which I'm really looking forward to. So thanks for thanks for dropping in, mate. Well, mate, me too. Me too. Socials at the away end, Twitter, Instagram. Send us money. Tell your friends, followers, reviewers. Thanks. Bye.